Welcome to The Real Money Show, hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management. This is a show about the incredible potential of owning physical silver, gold, and natural fancy-colored diamonds and what they could do to protect and make you money in these turbulent times and protect your wealth. The number to, to call, find out more about these hard assets, this number, one 214 or the website, guildhallwealth.com. And newly launched, therealmoneyshow.com. Type it in directly. You'll get there. Uh, phone numbers to get in touch with uh, experts from Guildhall, recent shows, archive shows, links to Guildhall website, including diamonds, uh, depository financing. And one of the things you should take advantage of is signing up for the Precious Metals Advisor right from the site. You can do that uh, when you're there. In studio today, we have the president of Guildhall, Paul Weisman, and vice president, Jeremy Weisman, as well. Uh, Jeremy, something we were talking about just uh, prior to uh, to going on air. It almost seems like this is like the TMZ of the uh, financial world, but uh, an article you handed me, I want to uh, read a bit of this if I can. Uh, before we get to the week that was, WallStreetOnParade.com is the website. And Senator Carl Levin's a permanent subcommittee on investigations in probing global banks' involvement in the U.S. commodities market. Uh, the article as follows, says, In the span of four days, hard to believe, last week, two current executives and one recently retired top-ranking executive, uh, executives rather of major financial firms, were found dead. Both media and police have uh, been quick to label the deaths as likely suicides. Now, missing from the reports is the salient fact that all three of the financial firms the executives work for are under investigation for potentially serious financial fraud. Ooh. What is that all about? It's, it, it, you know, this, this is going to play into what we're talking about as well with the fact that there's tapering of uh, the QE. If things were so great, then how come, how come bankers are, are committing, quote-unquote, apparent yeah. suicides? Um, more and more information will come out in the next coming weeks if, if, if we don't see more mounting suicides on the connections between them and what they're looking for. And, and these are really top-end officials. One of them worked at the Fed doing uh, analysis for the Fed. Uh, one was uh, turned whistleblower. Uh, so it, there's certainly conjecture out there whether or not these are potential whistleblowers or they just saw something that they weren't supposed to see or that they're really worried. But essentially, if things were really okay out there, then you wouldn't be seeing these kind of events occurring. So I think that's something to, to take note of. Well, I think there's been a lot of information swept under the rug, I mean, to do with some of the major banks, uh, to do with LIBOR, uh, manipulating currencies, manipulating precious metals. I mean, we hear about it all the time. Um, at Guildhall Wealth, you know, we actually deal in precious metals as well as investment grade colored diamonds we only carry physical product uh, we don't sell equities we don't sell etfs we don't sell certificates these are all paper um, tools we don't sell futures or options and futures we sell the physical product um, i'm gonna just kind of get straight into a sales pitch with you <laughs> and it's really simple if you really want to buy gold, silver, and we think it's tremendously undervalued right now. You can buy it, take it home, immediate delivery, you know, whether you want to store it under your bed, bury it in the back garden, that's up to you. There is some risk when you take and hoard precious metals. You know, you are subject, you could be subject to a home invasion, you know, robberies, this type of thing. You really don't want to do that. And the, the, the downside is when the market starts to take off and you want to sell that product, you know, you've got to stop what you're doing you know, a thousand ounces of silver weighs seventy odd pound. You got five thousand ounces of silver. You're going to need a wheelbarrow to get mm -hmm. it to whoever you want to sell it to. 
So that's one option. If you want to buy product, take it home. You can't, if you're buying silver, it's tough to put it in a safe deposit box. The banks don't have that many safe deposit boxes available. You know, this is one of the problems that is, is happening in most depositories. They can't, the banks, major banks can't store product. We have an option. We have our own depository uh, where the product is safe, secure. It's insured with Lloyds of London. Uh, we even can give you the bar numbers if that's what you want to mm-hmm. do. It's a minimum order that you have to put in. Um, but you can start off an account, whether it's 200 ounces of silver or 10 ounces of gold, you can put it into the depository. We will accept your product if you own product. We can put it in a lockbox for you where it's secure and safe. The, sorry, Paul, I was just going to say the, the number, by the way, while we're in the middle of this, one 877 or guildhallwealth.com. And the other third option is collateralized financing, where you can put up as little as 30%, still take control of that 1,000 ounces of silver or 10 or 20 ounces of gold by just putting up a minimum of 30% and collaterally financing the other 70%. It's no different to buying a home where you take a mortgage. Uh, you still live in the house, you own the house, but there's a mortgage on the house. As the value of the house goes up, you can go to the bank or the, wherever you're do, dealing with, and as your equity builds up, you can actually take an equity loan. That's the same type of thing that you can do when you're buying collaterally financed silver. So let me give you a quick example. If you were to buy a 1,000 ounces of silver, silver's trading in the $20.10 and range. For you to double your money, you bought a 1,000 ounces, it would cost you around about $21,000 with commissions and fees. It would have to go to $42,000. If you use collateralized financing, instead of putting up $21,000, you're going to put up, you know, with a 30% deposit, you know, around about $8,500 with all your fees. Market moves up. Instead of $21, $8.50, you've doubled your money. You've still kept back that $12,000-odd if the market was to happen to dip. You can buy more product on the dip. You can pay off the loan anytime you want. These are the Those are the options that you have. Using other people's money makes sense in, the, in this market, especially in these turbulent times. Uh, and I like the volatility in the market right now. Silver's been, you know, in 2011, we hit a high of $49. Gold was trading, uh, you know, around about $1,920. Today, as we're taping the show on Friday afternoon, silver is trading at 1,200, uh, sorry, gold is trading at $1,269 and silver's trading at $20.10. If you've been sitting on the fence and you feel that these markets are ready to move up, obviously gold and silver hasn't done well because the stock market, in, in fact, has gone up very, very well over the last two years. But it's only got back to where it was in 2008, mm. 2009. Um, so it really hasn't done well. If you look at gold and silver over the last 10 years, we're still up an average of 400%, even though we've come off basically on silver as much as 60% and gold around about 35 40%. So this is a great opportunity to get into the market. The uh, phone number, one 877 the website, guildhallwealth.com. And make sure you go to therealmoneyshow.com. Sign up there for the Precious Metals Advisor. Jeremy. Yeah, so just as Paul was saying, uh, definitely gold and silver uh, are still a little range-bound, but range up a little bit this week. Uh, gold is trading uh, just uh, over 12.65 an ounce, which is up uh, 2% over last week. Silver's up uh, 70 cents over last week into the $20 range, which is a 4% increase week over week. And there's definitely a feeling out there that something big is going to happen. You're starting to hear a lot more news uh, coming out from the analysts around the world saying, look, 
bull markets uh, last generally about five years. For example, Art Cashin, who's uh, who's on uh, CNBC and and Squawk Box a lot, he says. Uh, he says, uh, we've gone an awfully long time without a correction. Bull markets tend to have a maximum life of five years. We're getting awfully close to that. And there's definitely a feeling out there that the next one, uh, next pullback, next uh, downward slide in the stock market is going to be a big one. Um, have the banks really gotten out of trouble in the last five years is, is going to come to light very soon. And so we're starting to see a lot of buying in, in the physical market, people looking to protect themselves, people looking to uh, get out of cash, which is... Right now, if it's in the bank, it's not really receiving any any benefit of, of being a saver. And so I think this has become a time where there's a lot of people fearful about how to protect their wealth. And so they are moving into gold and silver. We're seeing a big uptick in buying in, in since 2000, the beginning of 2014 with people really looking to protect their wealth, really looking to get out of the banking system and into some physical gold and silver. And that's what the depository does, which is that we can allocate uh, and segregate your bars. So uh, nice to see the market ticking up. And I think you also want to look at the fact that it has been uh, five years for the stock market, bull market, um, and again, the problems haven't been fixed. The fundamentals for gold and silver are tremendous. Um, ask us for a package. Uh, get onto the Precious Metal Advisor. You'll see. Last week, we put out an, uh, a chart showing the increase in debt in recent years, mm. and uh, it it goes off the page. You have to have uh, a vertical page uh, to really show the increase in these debts. So. This is a really interesting time, and again, we're starting to see a lot of buyers. As we move in through the rest of the show, we're going to talk about the tapering, um, get back to these uh, apparent suicides, and I think most importantly, we should also talk about the uh, inventories of bullion, yeah. which are at all-time lows right now. Well, this is what's crazy. I mean, you've got the Perth Mint in Australia, uh, the, uh, the Austrian Mint, the US Mint, the Canadian Mint. They're selling an abundance of coins, more coins, gold coins, silver coins than they've ever sold before. You know, we're not a crazy gold bugs. I mean, we don't have gas masks and bottles of water and tins of, you know, meat stored spam. in the base, spam, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, you know, we we have our skin in the game. We've been in this business since 2002. Um, people have made a lot of money with us and the people that use – you know, this market and use this investment, use this tool, whether they buy the product outright, whether they store it in our depository, or if they want to gamble a little bit or use other people's money, collateral financing is an unbelievable tool in these marketplaces. But when you see, as I said, the Perth Mint producing more, they're running out of product. People are buying the physical product. We are back ordered on most cases. We just, when clients place orders, we place those orders on the day and we get our product and we keep a lot of inventory, but we're always replacing product. So it takes sometimes three, four weeks for us to get gold wow. and silver in. You know, the, the actual wholesalers are back ordered and they deal with all the, you know, whether it's the US men, Canadian men, uh, we don't buy directly from the men's. We use wholesalers because we have to buy and sell. If you want to sell your product, I can sell that product on a phone call. You don't have to bring the product to me. If I have it in my depository, I can sell it on a phone call. You can pick up your check the next day. Nice. Try to do that with a bank. Try to do that with an investment house. It just doesn't happen. Jeremy was spoke about um, the Precious Metal Advisor. It's a completely free. It's a, it's, uh, normally it's a 250 annual subscription for this, but if anybody's listening out there and they'd like it, email to them. For one year, we will give this, this beautiful 
unbelievable piece of work that Darren Long does every single week. We send it out to our clients. It gives you an update, tells you what's going on in the market, including in gold, silver, as well as natural fancy colored diamonds. And if you want an investor kit, if you're interested in getting and making an investment in precious metals, give us a call. John, why don't you give out some numbers? The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The web uh, the website rather guildhallwealth.com. And as uh, Paul just mentioned, the realmoneyshow.com, a link directly to sign up for the precious metals advisor. And in the next segment, we really want to get to lo- really looking at these inventories, looking at the Fed tapering, what what that uh, will mean for the investor. And uh, also, also the jobs report that uh, came out this today. And mm-hmm. and also we want to look at this. Uh, there's a former economics, har- sorry, former Harvard economics professor who just pulled out a million dollars out of uh, Bank of America. So we're going to talk about that coming up next. We'll take a short break and lots more of the Real Money Show coming up. Lots more of the Real Money Show here. The number to call to start investing one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The website guildhallwealth.com. and to sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor, you should do that. It's uh, therealmoneyshow.com. Type that in directly, and you'll get right to the website. Uh, Jeremy, where do we leave off in segment one? Well, we want to uh, get to this Fed tapering oh, stuff. Yes. Uh, the Fed's tapered a little bit, uh, but let's be honest, they haven't gotten rid of all that liquidity that they've put out there. There's been some great articles out this past week. I, I really particularly enjoyed Rob Kirby's explanation for the end of or the starting of the tapering, which was that uh, the banks needed to get off a lot of their toxic debt from the subprime mortgage and that uh, the Fed creating a trillion dollars out of thin air helped them do that, except that, that those toxic assets have just been siloed onto the Fed's books. So there's still a lot of problems out there. But of course, the official, that's just one theory. There's, uh, I'm sure there'll be more coming to light. But the other, what you're going to see is that the official reason for it is that the recovery is well underway, that things are great, that uh, people are back to work, that people are buying cars, that uh, there's not as many people on food stamps. Well, no, you're not going to hear that. There's still more increasing unemployment, more increasing increasing uh, people on food stamps. The problems have not disappeared. So we really want to look through the headlines in between the, the, the print here and get to the nitty gritty. So with that said, uh, Paul's got some numbers on uh, unemployment. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing was they were supposed to create 175,000 jobs in the U.S. Uh, for the month of January. They only created actually 113,000. In December, they only created 75,000. The average for the year was 185,000 jobs. Mm. They're just not creating jobs. And when you've got, um, you know, big superstores, what I should say, stores uh, in the States that are actually laying off people, I mean, they're they're cutting down uh, businesses that are just not producing. I mean, there's always the weak sisters in any business. I mean, you know, there's the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% of your money comes from 20% of the business. The other 87, 80% make break level or lose your money. But it's appearance. It's just to be that you've got a lot of businesses all over the place. The situation right now, in my opinion, is with gold and silver, extremely undervalued. Uh, I said in the first segment... We were looking at uh, figures of in 2011 when gold was over 1900 silver hit $49 and change. We came off in, in May 2000, 2011, uh, unbelievably, they, you know, whoever is behind it pushed down the price of gold, pushed down the price of silver. Um, I'm not going to cry foul. I'm not going to, you know, uh, mope over spilled milk. It happens. These are the markets. You know, somebody presses a button, everybody panics. But when you own physical gold and silver, they can't take it away from you. When you own paper 
and you're using paper and when you're, when you're financing to the hilt, it can be taken away from you. Somebody presses a button and you lose an awful lot of money. So what we're trying to get people to do is take the metal out of the market. Whether you take it home or whether you put it in our depository that's safe, secure, insured, we allocate and segregate. Not many people in the business can do that. We can even give you the bar numbers on a thousand ounces, ten one hundred ounce bars. We're happy to give you that bar, those bar numbers. Goes into a secure depository lockbox. We can't touch that product. We can't sell that product. You're the only one that can tell us sell me three of those bars right. or five of those bars, and you have to give us the numbers. And and it's a tough it's a tough thing. Uh, you know, we look at other investments out there. And you read the fine print on the on the contracts and the paperwork, and uh, there's a lot of misdirection out there, even from from some strong institutions. Uh, we've we've seen anecdotally uh, people wanting to cash in their certificates and being told, "No, you can sell the certificate, and then we'll sell you bullion." So, you know, wh- where where do you go with all that? And and what we do is we show through transparency that there is no third counterparty risk when it comes to uh, purchasing your bullion and storing it with Guildhall. I think it is important to look at, at the prices. Yes, they are down against uh, the highs that we saw in 2011, but you also want to look at all the debts that have been created and understand that even gold at, at just under $1,300 an ounce, sure, it's it's up from where it was, which was the last low, which was around $800 an ounce. But when you compare it to all the debts out there and all the all the, the money splashing around, it's actually quite cheap at $1,200. Some could say it's even cheaper today at $1,200 than it was when it was at $300. You think back to uh, $2,000 when, when uh, Gordon Brown uh, sold off half of England's gold. They've created enough money to buy it back at, at $1,200 an ounce. Easy. They could buy it back at $3,000 an ounce. Right. So um, I think you have to understand that price is what you pay and value is what you get. You want to know that, that that value is secured into um, in, into something that has been around for thousands of years. You also want to look at the consolidation here. The fact is, is gold and silver have consolidated for well over a year and a half at these levels. It's been very difficult to push them below. Every time we've seen it go below, physical demand has picked up massively. And I think that if you want to go with a, a theory of you know, central banks, their, their number one enemy is gold because that's going to tell you, thermometer, tell you uh, how how good the currency is, how good the economic situation is. If you can kill the the uh, proverbial canary in the coal mine, then you can keep going on with with your uh, with your charade. But of course, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you can hide as many bottles around as as you want. Ascent, eventually, the truth will come out, and you can't avoid those those uh, you know what, the effects of all of that. So, you know, what you've had is the last couple of years physical. Demand has been absolutely massive, and anytime we've had pullbacks slightly below twelve hundred on gold, slightly below twenty dollars on silver, you've seen massive buying. And look at the results. This is the key. Look at the results. You've got J.P. Morgan at the lowest amount of gold in their inventories in history. Um, you've had massive. Well, they've uh, got eighty-seven thousand ounces of gold. That's not a lot of That's gold. It. Against not only that, but it's against a lot of paper promises. Um, you've got people who have more uh, looking to own more gold than they actually have. So there's a lot of paper promises out there, which leads to another question, which is 
how safe are the banks themselves? And we want to get to this headline, which was that um, this former Harvard economics professor, Terry, uh, Terry Bumham, sorry, uh, Burnham. Burnham is good. Burnham, yeah. Burnham uh, pulled out a million dollars out of out of city uh, out of um, sorry Bank of America. We put this article in last week's Precious Metal Advisor, and he was basically just saying, "Look, if there's a bank run, you don't want to be thirtieth uh, in line uh, like they were in Cyprus." Uh, the FDIC, which is the insurance. Uh, branch of the United States don't have enough money to pay out if you have a million dollars sitting in the bank. And the banks are exposed to to risks all around the world. You see that there's a lot of stories this past week of emerging economies and a lot of difficulties. And these banks have risk uh, on those. So, So pulling the money out of the bank is one thing. And his major incentive, of course, is what we mentioned in the first segment. I'll be quick here, uh, which was that he's getting no no return on it. He put it in there for safety. But now it's not only are you not getting a return on your money and you have it in the bank for safety, but now the safety of the banks is at risk. So he's putting his money uh, into gold. We believe the same thing. Um, You should have some cash on hand. You should have your money into bullion. And we're seeing more and more of that every day at Guildhall. Well, we believe you should have 15 to 20 percent of hard assets in your portfolio, gold, silver, natural, fancy colored diamonds. You you have to look at the, the U.S. budget deficit. It's $17 trillion in debt. $17 trillion is an awful lot of money. Now, to keep that debt alive, they've pushed the interest level down to virtually zero. Now, if the interest rates go up 1%, 2%, 3%, you, you know, you've got to service that debt. It costs an absolute fortune. In the U.S. and in Canada, we haven't had really any cost of living increases. They said inflation's only 1%, 2%. If you really want to believe that, I could sell you some swampland in Florida because go and see what it costs in the grocery store. The packaging is getting smaller. Everything is going up. We've made the U.S. dollar stronger against the Canadian dollar. Where do fruit and vegetables come from? How much do they? Th- how many melons do they grow in Ontario? Right or now. grapefruits or oranges in the middle of January and February? It doesn't happen. The situation right now is that the cost of living is going to go up. When the unions say, I need 5%, 10% cost of living allowance, and everybody wants more wages, once the union and the government gets wages, then it goes trickles down to everybody else. Just think about it, what it's going to cost you. You need to have some hard assets. Gold and silver is going to take off. I wish I knew. My crystal ball is a little foggy right now. Last year I called for $50 silver. I thought it would hit that by the end of the year. I thought it would hit $2,000 gold. I was wrong. But guess what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen so quickly. You're going to see moves of $50, $60 in gold, and you're going to see silver move up 3 4 $5 a day, and you wonder what happened. You're going to be sitting on the fence and say, I wish I would have bought at 20 we sold more silver when silver was three dollars and eighty cents. We sold more silver at six and seven dollars. When it went to ten dollars, we sold more at fifteen dollars. We sold more at twenty, and we sold more at thirty, and more at forty. It doesn't matter when you buy it. Whether you did buy it at thirty dollars and you sit, you're sitting on it, you could always cost average. It dropped down to eighteen dollars. Thirty and eighteen is forty-eight. You cost average at twenty-four. It doesn't matter if you buy on a weekly, monthly. You know, every quarter, gold or silver, you can cost average. But when it moves up, you can't be greedy as well. You've got to take some money off the table, and that's what smart money does. At Guildhall, all my people that work have 
they have skin in the game. We own gold and silver. We're not like the stock, you know, guys you see on these shows, on the business shows. They talk about a stock. Do you own it? No. Does your family own it? No. Does your company own it? No. But you should buy it. That's not what we're into. We own gold and silver. We've made money in gold and silver, and we intend to carry on making money. And if you're listening to this show and you've been sitting on the fence, it's about time you got off the fence, made a phone call, call us for an investor kit, call us for the Precious Metal Advisor. It's completely free. You'll get a year's subscription for no cost. I think you, you do want to know that fundamentally – uh, the market is primed for a big move up. That fundamentally, the stock market, uh, the the experiment with with uh, central bank planning, uh, it doesn't look like it's going well. And and it, it, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can see that other countries around the world are starting to say, uh, you know, I want gold, just like they did in just like they did in the '60s. They were printing tons of money. The the U.S. Everyone knew it. France asked for their gold back. What did the what did the they do? They shut the gold window. They said, "Nope, you're going to get cash." They've been looking for ways to keep the gold price down. It didn't work in the '70s. They've managed to get it down to this price. But you know what? It's cheap where it is. You don't want to be in the middle of the pack when this thing hits. You don't want to be buying it at forty. You want to get in when it when it's early enough that not only protect your wealth but also make some money along the way. We'll take a short break and lots more on the way. The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen the website guildhallwealth.com and check out therealmoneyshow.com while you're there sign up for the precious metals advisor it's free the real money show continues diamonds 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 natural fancy colored diamonds are coming up next and more of the real money show the number is 1-877-214-1711 online at therealmoneyshow.com while you're there you can listen to past shows get investor kits all the information you need and sign up for the precious metals advisor that's what you want to do uh, right now natural fancy colored diamonds paul what do we got well, Love we it. had a terrific week. Uh, actually, I was away in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. I came back, and uh, there was a lot of diamonds sold. We, I spoke about before I went away last week about the offer that we had. We're giving away a beautiful uh, diamond pendant for Valentine's. It's only good up to the 14th, which will be next Friday, I believe. Um, where you, any diamond you buy on the website, you get a beautiful pendant completely free of charge. Um, whether you buy, you know, a 104 fancy yellow or you want to go and buy, you know, a 107 blue fancy internally flawless, you know, for $380,000, it's up to you what you spend. Natural fancy colored diamonds are probably one of the best kept secrets there is out there. And it's been like that for the last 40 years since they've been keeping records. They have never, ever ever dropped in price in 40 years through recessions and depressions and whatever else you've had out there. Um, the the um, dot-com bubble, the housing bubble, whatever bubbles you want to come up with, dime, natural fancy colored diamonds have held their own. Vivids went up 35%. Oh. I'm paying 35% more for vivid internally flawless diamonds if you can find them. Because the dealers that have them in New York and in Tel Aviv and in Antwerp are not selling. Why would you sell something at 20 25% where you can push them to the back of the safe and you know in two years you've made 50 60% return on your money, what you're going to get in the bank? A ham sandwich? That's not what, what you need to do. You need to make an investment. If you're looking to retire or if you're looking to put your kids through university – Buying a natural fancy color diamond, whether you hold it for five years, 10 years, on average, 
natural fancy coloured diamonds double every four to five years. That's on average. That's taking a diamond for ten, twelve thousand dollars, or whether you buy one for thirty, forty thousand dollars. But let me give you a quick example of a great investment. Thirty years ago, you could have bought a one carat red. Mm-hmm. Red is the one of the rarest colours. In a VS quality, a carat, you would have paid $30,000 for that one carat stone. Today, you're paying $2 million oh. for that stone if you can get it. Now, I don't know many houses that you could have bought for 30000 that are worth $200,000, million today. But it's the same thing. Ten years ago, you could have bought a fancy, vivid, internally flawless stone for around about seven, dollars $8,000. Today, you're looking at thirty-five dollars to $40,000 easily. Argyle Pinks, the mine, Argyle Mine in Western Australia, uh, they produce 90% of the world's pink, which is actually one-tenth of one percent of their actual production out of that mine. So it just tells you, in a little champagne glass, that's one year's production of pink diamonds. So extremely rare. Argyle Pinks are doubling basically every three years. Blues are doubling every two years and reds are doubling almost yearly. If you can find them, if you go to our website, guildhalldiamonds.com, you will see the largest selection of internally flawless yellows that are out there on the marketplace. We don't have a website where we show you pictures and don't have the product. Every diamond on that website we own and we have. We can show you that stone. Argyle Pinks, we have an unbelievable selection. We only sell VS, by the way, in Argyle Pinks. Pinks come normally in SI1, SI2, I1. That means SI1 is slightly included where you can actually see the inclusions with a naked eye. With a VS quality diamond, you need a jeweler's loop, which is 10 times magnification Mm. to find it uh, if there is an inclusion. And again, when I go out to purchase these diamonds, I'm very selective. I turn down 80, 90% of the diamonds that I see, whether it's on a weekly, monthly basis, I won't buy. Let somebody have that other 90% or 80% or whatever it is because every diamond I sell has to have the right color. Color is the first most important. Mm -hmm. There's four Cs. Color is the most important. The next is the clarity. Clarity means that does the diamond have any inclusions? Does it have extra facets? Because that's really important. So when the next thing is the cut, if the diamond is cut badly, then you're not going to get the scintillation coming from that diamond, you know, the colors, it's not evenly, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but it's not even uh, in the the saturation. Fourth is the carat weight. When you're buying a yellow diamond, you have to buy a carat and above. Uh, Those are the type of diamonds that are easy to resell. In pinks, we only sell basically from about 2.3, which is just under a quarter of a carat, up because the argyle mine only produces small diamonds they don't produce one carat two carat three carat stones they're basically uh 20.2 which is a fifth of a carat up these stones these argyle pinks are unbelievable they are they're masterpieces they're a piece of art the next color that you want to look at is blues blues are almost impossible to find we have two blue diamonds up on our website right now I'll give you one quick example. Sotheby's and Christie's. For every 112 Picassos that go into auction, there's only one blue diamond. That's a lot of Picassos. That's a lot of Picassos, and they're pretty rare too. Mm -hmm. 
versus a blue diamond, which is even rarer and more beautiful and are going up in value, going up very, very quickly. You can go to our website. You can buy a diamond, for get a starter diamond for as little as 12000 and change. We go up to millions of dollars if that's what you want to go. We don't challenge anybody's pocket. Every diamond we sell comes with a GIA. That's the Gemology Institute of America. That is the diamond grading report. It tells you everything about the diamond, the color, the cut, the dimensions. And dimensions are very important. The table size, does it have the right table? That's the top of the diamond. Is the diamond too too deep or is it too narrow? Whatever it is, we only go and select a certain diamond. Um, again, certain diamonds produce unbelievable colors, especially in, in natural fancy color diamonds, cushions, Radiance, bring out the color. The number to start investing, one 877 The website, guildhalldiamonds.com and therealmoneyshow.com. Jeremy, who's, uh, who's buying? We're seeing a lot of different people buying. Mm. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that uh, is distinguishing amongst all diamond buyers is, is they do have a long-term perspective. They're not looking for a quick trade. They understand that we're going to put this money into this diamond. Uh, we're going to look to sell it in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So I think that the, the sort of same mentality that goes into buying uh, long-term real estate type of type of uh, feel. But we're seeing all, all kinds. Uh, I had a, a client recently who is in uh, his late 60s, early 70s, who says, look, I, I could be here till 90. I need something that's going to be safe, secure, and, and show me some good returns. And, and what we have seen over the years with our clients is they're very happy with the returns. And I think that also is a similarity that uh, for the who's who of, of diamond buyers, they see that return on investment. For example, I had a client who just uh, bought a second or about to buy their second diamond with us. And uh, the diamond he purchased about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, we would never sell it for the price he bought it at. Uh, it's, it's, they've definitely all gone up. And we're also seeing younger uh, people buying diamonds, uh, couples, uh, people in getting engaged in their late 20s, early 30s. They're realizing, look, A, white diamonds uh, don't grab as much attention as they used to. And also it's great to have a diamond that in 10, 15 years is actually going to move up in, in, in value with the times. Um, we've certainly seen people who have tried to see what their diamonds were worth 20 years on and, and were uh, unsatisfied with the results. Yeah, not so. many people make money on white diamonds unless you're going to buy a D quality and then it has to be internally flawless. And you're looking, you know, twenty twenty seven thousand $27,000 a carat for a white diamond of that caliber that will go up, but it will not go up as much as a one carat yellow, vivid, internally flawless, because they, as I said, they tend to double every four or five years. You have to realize it takes billions of years to create a diamond. It's not like paper money. You turn on the printing presses, and at the other end, you've got all this paper coming out with denominations. and Dead the, precedents on it. Yeah, nice. whatever right. it is, but that's how easy it is with paper. When you have a hard asset like a diamond, not only is it, is it a thing of beauty, and again, we, we if you have a diamond and you want to put it into a piece of jewelry, we call it wealth to wear. Um, you can wear it, your wife can wear it, girlfriend can wear it, and at the same time, it's going up in value. And we're, we're seeing more and more, as Jeremy said, people in their late 20s, early 30s that are now coming to us instead of buying that white diamond, are buying a yellow diamond and putting it into a piece. And they can see how much every year, if you want to get that diamond reappraised, you call me. And because it's been appraised, 
and the people that we use to appraise our diamonds, they just look up what the cost is, what the actual cost today of that diamond, and we can get a new appraisal for you pretty quickly. So it's a great, great investment. If you're looking, as I said, to retire, whether it's in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, putting your kids through education, you've got two kids right now, two, three years old, what a great way to look after their education by two diamonds 15,000 each those diamonds could easily be worth 75,000 to 100,000 each in 20 years time 18772147111 the website guildhallwealth.com or guildhalldiamonds.com and make sure you check out therealmoneyshow.com you guys are the masters of the internet honestly yeah we got well, it all there well we put therealmoneyshow.com together yes. to make it really easy for everyone to get the information um, definitely give us a call for diamonds. We send out uh, emailers every so often uh, educating on colored diamonds as well as showing some new um, new diamonds that we procured um, and any particular promotion that we have going. So you want to get on that list. It's a great way to, to see what's coming down the pipe in colored diamonds. So go to therealmoneyshow.com and just fill out the info and, and uh, we'll get that out, out to you. Um, well, that's but, the other thing as well. Like our clients, existing clients and clients on our list, get the first kick of the can of new product that we nice. get before we even put it up on the website. You know, a majority of our diamonds get sold before we actually put them up on the website. So it is first come, first served. You know, they're becoming harder and rarer and rarer to get the quality. I'm always going on buying trips. I'm always trying to buy. I have people calling me all the time. If we don't get the right product, I don't buy it. Let somebody else have that other product. But it's important. We give you that NC as well. We belong to the NCDI, which is the National Colored Diamond Association. We give you a GIA report. We give you an independent appraisal, which is very important. Um, when you buy a diamond, we give you a 10-day money-back guarantee. Go to the website. If you're looking to buy a diamond, you want to check us out. Go to the NCDIA. Call them. And they will tell you, we will have a glowing reference from them and our clients. Our clients, we leave them very, very happy. It's important. You know, every diamond that I buy, I know I'm going to get that diamond back sometime. I'm happy to get it back because it's so hard to find this quality. It's like me being a real estate broker. If I sold a house or several houses, I'm always going to have somebody that's looking for that type of house. Mm -hmm. And we have the clients for that. And Paul just said it. This is all about quality. Uh, as we go into the last segment and just talk about how uh, ridiculous things are getting in the economy with central bank uh, planning and, and all the money that's being created, there's certainly a massive flight to quality. Uh, you know, next time round, is the U.S. dollar going to be considered a flight to quality as it, as it has in the past? Or is it going to be uh, gold or, in this case, colored diamonds? We're seeing a lot of people have that flight to quality. So it's all about quality, quality, quality. Go to the website. You'll see the quality of those diamonds, or you can go to the, therealmoneyshow.com, uh, of course. But coming back, we want to get back to the markets and see how the developments in the markets, how that's gonna, what that's going to say for, for your colored diamond ownership and your gold ownership. We'll take one more short break. The number uh, to call, to action, to go for it, one 1711 to start investing in therealmoneyshow.com. More of The Real Money Show coming up. And back with more of The Real Money Show. The number is one 1711 The website is therealmoneyshow.com. You know, you can uh, you can buy your uh, silver and gold, Paul, and Jeremy, and sit and uh, put it in the safe or put it in the depository. What do you use it for? What, you, what can you use silver for? What is it used for? <laughs> Good well, doorstop. Yeah, in <laughs> right. this case, in this case, world's best, uh, what is it, paper, paperweight? paperweight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a client today saying, well, how much is a 1,000 ounces? I, I, I showed him a one 
100-ounce bar. He says, ah, uh, keep it. I'm not taking that home. Uh, but, you know, for our purposes, people are, are using it to store in, uh, their, their value, uh, store their, their, uh, their hard-earned wealth. But silver does have many usages, uh, which is part and parcel why we have that fourth fundamental that we always talk about, supply and demand, uh, or as I like to call the reality trade. Mm-hmm. There is very little silver above ground because it's in your computer, it's in your car, it's in your cell phone, it's in your new iPad, it's in your plasma screen TV and your toaster oven and your refrigerator and your dishwasher and your washing machine. Uh, it's in the light switch you just turned on and especially in that dimmer. So it's in your transition lenses. We're looking out the studio today. It just got real sunny. Your lenses are transitioning and there's silver in that. So uh, now they're starting, I'm sure the NSA loves this one, that they're starting to put it in the wallpaper because it blocks Wi-Fi. Awesome. Uh, which um, would, 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 you know, they'd love to make sure that they keep their information so it relieves their headaches. Uh, and I'm speaking of medical usages. It's also in a ton of medical usages because it naturally absorbs bacteria. So I could go on all day. At 50 the end ounces of, of silver in a miso bullhead. At, at the really? at the end of the day, what we're looking at is a is a depleted resource that is being sold at a very cheap uh, cost. Uh, imagine there being a run on on drinking water, and the guy down at the convenience store is still selling a bottle of water for a dollar ninety five. Um, it just wouldn't happen. It would not happen. So the reality trade is supply and demand dictates that the price of silver, especially since it's an industrial metal, will uh, soon find its its proper market value once all of this uh, uh, joke joking has gone and experiments mm-hmm. have, have gone uh, the wrong way. Of course, I have to say, uh, as G. Edward Griffin would say, who wrote, uh, it came from Jekyll Island, uh, uh, you know, another uh, second look at the Fed, that when this all goes to uh, the proverbial hell in a handbasket, the Fed will be the first people to say, see what happens when we don't intervene. They're going to, when it all starts to collapse, they're going to say, see what happens? We need more control. That's what they're going to look for. But ultimately, look, here's the thing. In the last week, we've seen the Fed taper. Not a big deal. They haven't taken anything out of the system. They're still creating $65 billion a month. If the market does not go their way in the next six months, they're going to have to turn on the tap again and start and start really uploading the uh, the tapering. We've got uh, this uh, Harvard, former Harvard professor um, that I screwed up his name the first time around, but uh, Terry Burnham, we put this article last week on the Precious Metal Advisor. He took out a million dollars out of Bank of America. Why? Because he put it in there for safety, and now he doesn't feel that the safety and lack of return on his money is coming his way. He's very concerned about being in the middle of the pack if there is a bank run, and that the banks are have too much exposure to uh, foreign markets. So he's pulled out his money, uh, and that's a Harvard professor, um, former well, yeah, the economics down, the professor. The downside to that, if he's got a million dollars cash, no one's going to take the cash from him to buy gold and silver, because you've got to report it to the government. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the downside. If he left it in the bank and then, then then bought the gold and silver, another story. But you've got to look at China. China, uh, biggest importers right now of gold. Uh, central bank are just buying tons and tons. India was always the largest nation to import gold. I mean, they love gold more than they love curry. And uh, Gerald Salente, thank Salente, you very much. Great line. Um, but they put on um, a tariff on gold. Uh, I think it's as much as 10, 15% tariff that went on because their rupee was tanking. 
So what happens is there's more gold coming through the back door than was going through the front mm. door. They weren't getting their tariffs anyway. Um, at Davos uh, a couple of weeks ago when they had the big, all the financial uh, bigwigs were there, they kind of let it out of the bag. The Indian government that's actually running the country now is not going to get reelected unless they take this tariff off. So once they take this tariff off, you're going to see a huge amount of of gold being purchased by India again and will overtake China. And this is, there's only a certain amount of product out there. You know, people are buying more gold than's being produced. Uh, Jeremy was talking about J.P. Morgan, 87,000 ounces of gold on hand. And how many times is that being traded over and over and over? Uh, you know, could be as much as 10 times, could be 100 times. Who knows? We don't get to check, you know, inventories. Yeah. But if you look at the COMEX, you know, silver and gold is being traded five, ten times more than what the product is. What's happening in the futures market? As the contracts end, people wanting to take the product. And then this, a guild hall, this is the, what we tell people. Take the product out of the market. Either take it home, put it in our depository where it's safe, secure, insured with Lloyds of London. You can't get better than that. Um, if you want an account where you want it allocated and segregated, uh, we can give you the bar numbers uh, on a thousand ounces. That's ten one hundred ounce bars. We can put it in secure in a safe lockbox for you. We can't touch it. The depository can't touch it. You want to sell three bars? You have to give us the numbers to be able to take out. And let's go from curry to strudel. Let's okay. talk about uh, Germany for a minute here. They wanted to get half of their uh, gold back. Some of it was held in Europe. Half of it was held in the U.S., um, something like 370-something tons. They were only able to get back a little over 30 tons last year. The the New York Fed saying, sorry, boys, but you're not going to get your gold back till 2020. Meanwhile, China bought 1,000 tons, no problem. So what is the real story here? If you really, If you had the gold, if you were transparent, you'd say, I'm going to open the safe. I'm going to send you guys your gold. Too, Thank you very too, much. Too jet, too let's work on full. let's really? work on our trade relations here. You know, let's get some BMW cars a little cheaper in the, in the United States. But no, nope, at the end of the day, they're not getting their gold back. Now, what happens as a result? Uh, in the last few weeks, um, the regulators in Germany started looking into the into the. Uh, price fixing on gold that happens twice a day in, in London and immediately Deutsche Bank uh, pulls out and of course a couple uh, members of that uh, institution um, were uh, getting headlines this past week in apparent suicides. Yeah. So things are are going very odd these days. It's little starting to look... A little toppy at the top. It, it, it's starting, it, you know, it's starting to look like, uh, like prohibition times in Chicago um, and the gangsters going on and you don't know if they're going after each other. It's just starting to look very strange. We're starting to see a quiet rush into bullion at Guildhall. Um, like I said at the... At at the outset of the show, uh, we've seen very strong buying since the beginning of the year. I think there's a feeling out there that the market has consolidated long enough, that the bottom is in, that the market is uh, poised to take off here, and the other markets in the, the paper markets are poised to take a fall, and this fall could be a big one because, of course, it's a bubble on top of a bubble, 
and uh, things can only really get bad from there. So it, it's worrying. It's a very worrying time. Um, and it, you know, I read articles all week, and I, I, I get angry at what's happening. I think there's a lot of people getting angry. I think everyone has really suffered through all of this. I think that we've been very lucky in Canada that it hasn't affected us the way it has in the States when you start to look at people on food stamps and the people falling off the unemployment and, being, and, and not being a number anymore. You know, the Fed doesn't like, uh, the U.S. doesn't like the unemployment numbers. They take you off their list, and, and it, it, I'm sure it, it, it must be heartbreaking to say, I, I don't count anymore in the United States. So things are definitely uh, not good. And I wouldn't believe the headlines if they said they're tapering because it's good. Um, I think everything we've talked about today shows that. And I think you want to start to look at ways to protect your wealth. So uh, get if you're not quite convinced yet, get the Precious Metal Advisor. Go to uh, therealmoneyshow.com. And uh, we'll, a couple of these articles that we've talked about today will be on that. If Am I talking in- fast enough, by yeah. the way? You're good. You're great. Go, man. Go. <laughs> but again, if you need the investor kit, John, you'll give out the numbers. Get on our Precious Metal Advisor list. As I said, it's a $250 subscription, yearly subscription, which we're giving to you completely free of charge. Uh, There's no obligation. If you really want to get in on the market and you want to purchase, give us a call. Uh, We'll be happy to hold your hand and take you through the whole process. And maybe at the end, do some Precious Metal and a fancy color diamond combo would be good to do. You want more information, that number is 1-877-214-1711. The website is therealmoneyshow.com. Go there now, check it out, and sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. This has been The Real Money Show.